Zion Williamson injured before the start of the regular season for your New Orleans Pelicans. <sighs> deep breaths, deep breaths. Let's break it down in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans in NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with you all on this Tuesday, back to five days a week here at Locked On Pelicans, and we had media day yesterday, which means we were going to break that all down. Had we not had the bomb dropped on us, not even a bomb, like a nuke by David Griffin in his opening remarks at media day that Zion broke his foot had surgery isn't going to be available probably during preseason not too fun so we're going to break down what happened with that injury there's some weirdness to it too we'll take a quick look at then we'll talk about Zion Williamson and David Griffin are they on the same page or things mended after that Christian Clark article what's really going on there Are, are people lying Maybe that one. Um, and then we'll look at some of the other components of Media Day as well. Some of the big themes and trends that we heard from people speaking. Tomorrow we're going to really focus on Brandon Ingram, but we need to kind of deal with the Zion news because that is the big one. And again, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. And remember, Locked On Pelicans is free five days a week and available on all platforms, including YouTube over at Locked On Pelicans. So the Zion news. Oh, what... What like a casual bomb being dropped by David Griffin, just just kind of like talking, right? Not the first thing he said, not the second, third or fourth thing he said, just kind of casually throws out there. Yes, Zion is working his way back from surgery. That was like quite the thing. The exact quote, let me pull it up here in a second, which just man, uh, quote, we met as a group yesterday, Willie, myself, Trajan, Aaron Nelson representing the medical team, and Zion and his family. We established a timeline for his return to play. Zion was turning, returning from a foot surgery suffered earlier in the offseason prior to Summer League. He had a fractured right foot that was repaired surgically. His timeline should get him back on the court in time for the regular season. What now? Zion has had an injury for... Over a month, and this is the first we've heard about it, and look, everyone was blindsided by this. Everyone, including everyone in the media. There was, I don't think anyone really seemed to know about this, and we were all kind of reacting like you were in real time, and I was there in the Smoothie King Center for all of this. Whew, that was really uh, the the like big bombshell we had, And um, but man, what a weird situation that was. Um, to be in there for. So a couple of things from this. So it's his fifth metatarsal, which, which is basically his pinky toe. So it's like the bone that leads up to the pinky toe, which is essentially what this was. Jeff Stotts of InStreetClothes.com was really helpful in kind of explaining this. It's usually six, to, like eight to ten weeks, six to eight weeks, somewhere in that range. Um, and it's something that's fairly common in the NBA and for wide receivers in the NFL as well. It's not like the worst injury, and this isn't one of those things where you come back and you're just not the same player. There's some concern about potentially re-breaking it, but who really knows? 
Um, so some of the good things that at least you can kind of look at with this, if you're looking for a silver lining, is when he should be ready for the regular season. The first regular season game is nine days after the final preseason game. So there's time for him to really get ready and kind of ramp it up, though it seems likely that he's going to have a minutes restriction with all of this. Um, when he returns to play. We know that that's not something he likes, bursts and all of that stuff. And Griff was asked about this and declined to answer that question. Also, it might be too early to tell with all of that. Um, but the good thing is, his Zion, his family, the medical staff, the front office all met on Sunday, I guess, to kind of discuss what his return to play would look like. And they're all on the same page. You heard David Griffin also say he's been working with the strength and conditioning coaches, that the medical staff played a role in the surgery and was consulted on the surgery and all of that. And as David Griffin said with one of his favorite words, lockstep is how Zion has been treating this injury with regards to the team. So it hasn't been him like completely separate from everything. This was him working with the team on an injury that he suffered prior to prior to summer league. From working out, and Zion said maybe he was just doing on-court work too hard. He's got a big boulder chip on his shoulder that he wants to be better and help this team improve and didn't like how the season ended with them not in the playoffs. Some platitudes there, I'm sure, but if it happened from that, okay. It also puts a lot of this offseason into some context. We'll get into that coming up here next in today's show, but also before we get to that... It is a little weird that no one knew about this, right? This was kept super secret, and clearly the team has known about it for a while. Something about it seems... Fishy. I, I don't think the team's lying about him having an injury or him having surgery, but something's a, a little funky with it. You know, we've seen pictures of him at the USC game. There was a video and other things, right? You know, we heard a lot of anonymous Reddit reports and things like that of people saying they've seen him out. No one mentioned a boot. You'd be wearing a boot after surgery. And I asked Jeff Stotts this of In Street Clothes and InStreetClothes.com. How long would he be wearing a boot for? And he said four to six weeks is how long you'd be wearing a boot for. So we saw Zion today and he didn't look like he was wearing a boot or he wasn't wearing a boot. He wouldn't be necessarily depending on when it happened. So if this injury happened before Summer League, Summer League began on August 8th. So you're looking well over a month ago, closer to two months than not two months, right? That's definitely in the time frame for him to have gone through the boot and, and gotten it off so by the time you saw that video of him at the usc game yeah, he wouldn't have been wearing one at that point in time because that was what last weekend week two weeks ago more than enough time for him to kind of get past all of this and that's if it you know like happened on august 7th if it happened before that or at the end of july or something like that no he wouldn't be wearing a boot so that makes some sense and that kind of lines up with why we haven't seen a picture or anything of him in a boot so to kind of maybe end some of the conspiracy theories right there but also who really knows but some seems fishy right like that seems a little bit weird uh that, that this wouldn't have gotten out for something that's such a big deal and literally no one had this one it would have been reported but no one had that he was suffering this injury i, I think he's injured i don't think they'd lie about this but yeah like a, there's some fishiness to this going on certainly all right so coming up let's talk about griff and zion piano keyboard and all of that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Before we do that, though, this episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. The ever-increasing number of makes and models out there, it's impossible for your local chain parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brands their warehouse happens to carry? You're going to be stuck with that price and it might not even be the part you really want. It may or may not fit your car. 
You have access to computers with rockauto.com at home and in your pocket on your phone. So save time and money when using rockauto.com. Do not choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership. I worked on two cars over the weekend. Okay, and I used all the parts that I ordered from rockauto.com to upgrade these things, and it was cheaper than anywhere else I looked. And trust me, auto parts can get expensive. You want to get the best price on this, and rockauto.com has them because they have the same prices for professionals and do-it-yourselfers like me. So go explore their easy-to-use website today to see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. All right, talking all things Zion, training camp, media day, and the injury to Zion Williamson, which is going to keep him out of the start of the regular season. And again, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen of the day when it comes to podcasts. Uh, And we're going to be discussing more tomorrow when it comes to Brandon Ingram and the rest of the week as we gear up for the Pelicans' first preseason game and as they go through training camp. Um, And don't forget, for your second listen, check out Locked On Saints. Ross Jackson breaking down everything you want to know about the Saints. I don't know if Jameis Winston is good. I've been trying to kind of figure it out, and I'm relying on him a lot to kind of help me sort through my feelings when it comes to the Saints QB situation. Like, he wasn't amazing, but he's not bad, and he's kind of doing what they need him to do. I don't know. Listen to Locked On Saints. All right, so let's talk more about Zion, and in this case right now, Brandon, uh, David Griffin. So if you looked at them on Media Day, you'd think there's no issue between them. You'd think that this completely contradicts the report that, Christian Clark had at NOLA.com about the friction between all of them. But then when you really watch it and you hear them, they clearly were were on the same page, probably because they talked about this ahead of time on how to kind of put forth a united front at Media Day. I'm here to tell you right now, David Griffin lied to you. Or or misrepresented the truth is the way to do it. He directly referenced the, the piano story of he asked Zion to meet and tried to play him the piano when he goes, I don't, I don't even play piano. It's... David, stop lying. Um, So maybe he doesn't play piano. Maybe, maybe he's learning to play piano. It doesn't mean he plays it yet. It means he's learning, right? Like it's a semantics thing. He was trying, and then uh, Zion talked about it, right? Zion said he brought a keyboard to the bubble. If he didn't brought a keyboard, you're really going to just shoot this whole idea down that he didn't do something? Maybe it wasn't a piano, but he had an incident with a keyboard and trying to play music in some capacity, or maybe they were trying to take a lesson together, or he wanted him to do that with him, um, that Zion found weird. He did. Doesn't mean he couldn't get past it. Doesn't mean he doesn't know how to face the media and say all of the right things. If there was a huge rift between these two guys, and they don't want it kind of spilling out into the public, and they don't. No one does, right? Even if you hate the other person, you don't want other people to know that. You're going to talk about this, and you're going to kind of get on the same page. And they did that, and they put forth that united front. So one thing that that tells me is, at least it's not like a Ben Simmons situation in Philly, right? It's not that bad between Zion and the team. I don't think it's what we saw today. I think that was a bit of a lie, and then just putting on kind of the smiley face, like the Joker, right? Like smiling and all of that, um, even though he's so sad on the inside or, you know, uh, crazy. And so... They did that. That's good. That says something. It means they can at least work together, right? And maybe there is some hope for this to kind of be resolved and fixed and healed and they can just kind of move on. And they don't want this bad blood to kind of get out there too much. And maybe this was this article was a bit of a wake-up call when it comes to this and they just kind of stop. Cool. We can at least develop a good working relationship. I'm kind of encouraged by that. 
Because if they didn't want this to spill, you would have done exactly what they did today. What they said does not contradict the Christian Clark article at all. I think David Griffin lied, like just straight up lied. Um, and so it, it's not even think. I know he lied, I should say. So, yeah, I, you know, it just means they can work together and that's fine, right? Zion addressed the th- and Zion said the things you'd want him to say. He answered Fletcher Mackle's question about wanting to be here and says, I want to be in New Orleans. I like it here. I love it here. He's never done himself, at least said anything that isn't that. That's good. We also heard that from Anthony Davis before, but right before AD was leaving, that is not what he said. And his demeanor and his actions really, really changed. And you haven't seen that yet from Zion Williamson. Again, Zion looked a little rehearsed in some of those remarks and really kind of wanted to try and quash these rumors down, even if maybe there's some stuff festering below the surface. But at least he tried to do that, right? That's a good thing in a way. Maybe just realize he realizes he can't force his way out yet, or it's maybe he, he's open to things being changed. And as I said in yesterday's show, has the team done anything that should make him want to stay? Not, not really, but maybe there's still time to kind of change his mind when it comes to all of this stuff. So I was kind of encouraged by what we saw from them yesterday. You know, Zion had some like really funny lines of, I'm going to let a grown man into my room and play the piano for me, but no, maybe let him play the keyboard somewhere else in like a common area um, or kind of be forced to listen to him. But it just shows that Zion can work. So I, I think that kind of answered that, right? Like, I don't think everything's like perfect or that Christian Clark's article was incorrect and it, it wasn't. But I also don't think it's like, oh, DEFCON level five where Zion wants out and you need to be freaking out and worried about all of that. Things are okay for right now. It doesn't mean things won't change, get better, worse, but they're okay for right now. And I think that's fine. In terms of how Zion looked, like he didn't look fat either. His arms look freaking huge, right? Like huge. When he got up to leave, he looked fine. You know, he didn't look cut and trim, but he didn't look fat, right? I don't even think he looked chubby or anything like that. Just kind of looked like a big dude. And that's okay. Again, if he plays like he did last year, that's totally, totally fine. So I think we don't need to worry about that stuff as much. And then the injury kind of explains a lot of the absences over the summer. Not being at Nashville, not really spending time with them in Vegas or anything like that. He was rehabbing the injury. All of that makes sense, I think. And so that kind of clarifies that a little bit, right? Is he ghosting his teammates or is he just rehabbing his injury and dealing with that? Maybe that's why he was at home in North Carolina, just kind of working through everything, right? And as David Griffin said, lockstep with the team. Now, maybe that's some cover for Zion. I don't really know. Um, and it's tough to kind of make uh, what, what you want out of all of this. But I do think, you know, today, yesterday for Media Day, I kind of answered some of those questions and maybe if you're a Pelicans fan you can at least breathe a little bit more right now you know uh, Brandon Ingram talked about how they FaceTimed um, a, bu- a handful of times they talked a handful of times and that they kind of just let everyone go their separate ways and that was the theme and we'll talk about that in the second segment but it seemed like people just needed to decompress after last year and like just get away from everyone and everything for a little bit maybe Zion's kind of that way too so I think those like unconfirmed reports we saw on Reddit and other places where it's like oh he's ghosting him all like did you get that from media day today? Because I didn't. You know, I think there's maybe some truth to some of that, but I think we can kind of see that like things are not as bad as at one point that we thought. Uh, you know, and the injury doesn't help things with that anyway. But 
overall, like some stuff has happened. It just seems like maybe you can move on from it. And I think that's overall like a pretty, a pretty good thing. So Zion looked good. I think we answered some of the questions about what was going on with him this off season. The injury sucks, but what can you do? And you move on and now you just kind of play some basketball games. And it seems like everyone's kind of ready for all of that. So coming up next, we'll talk a little bit more about some themes from Media Day. I just mentioned one there, but I want to mention a couple of other ones and give you some highlights from Media Day as well. But before we do that, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans brought to you by Sleeper Game Picks. In 2018, the fantasy sports experts at Sleeper realized that fantasy basketball was broken. Games were being won and lost based on whose players played more scheduled games that week. It made no sense and there was no strategy to it. So Sleeper released in 2020 a brand new way of playing fantasy basketball called Game picks and it's only available on sleeper this one's kind of simple but there's a lot of strategic thinking and decisions to make when it comes to this in game picks owners pick a single game per week for each starter to count towards their team's total score that's it ensuring an even number of games played between opponents no stupid busy work of needing to set your lineup every single day and there's no there's no strategy in that right you just put whoever's playing and you play them here you have to think about which game to choose You know your players. You know what they might struggle against. It's going to give you a more strategic option to make sure you're picking the optimal game for your team, your your player, and ensuring your team wins that week. So whether you prefer Redraft Keeper or Dynasty Game Picks has you covered, and they crack the fantasy basketball code. So if you prefer building out a weekly strategy versus daily busy work, you're going to love Game Picks. Download the Sleeper app today and start a league with your friends. You will not be disappointed. Today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is also brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Football's back. Monday Night Football was last night. The Saints won on Sunday. Teams are back on the gridiron. And as always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and fun contests to win some extra money, BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. Use promo code LOCKEDON or NFL100, but use promo code LOCKEDON for a 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season over at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts, and the fastest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. All right, talking all things Zion Williamson and Media Day, his injury. And again, thanks for making Lockdown Pelicans your first listen every day. And we're going to be back tomorrow really looking at Brandon Ingram because we're about to talk about him right now. And he seems to maybe be ready to take another step forward. And for your second listen today, by the way, check out Locked on Saints with Ross Jackson doing everything he can to keep you up to date with what's going on with the black and gold. But Brandon Ingram was a theme throughout Media Day. And if it wasn't for the Zion stuff in that Christian Clark article, he would have been the story of Media Day. They raved about him, raved about him from David Griffin, Willie Green, and like every other player talked unbelievably highly about him going and what he's going to be doing going into the season. You could see him. He looked different. David Griffin said, you're going to kind of feel a different presence about him. And he wasn't wrong. You know, there was definitely a different presence about him. He seemed more confident and relaxed and not in a, like he kind of looks high a lot of the time way, just like 
chill. He's comfortable. He feels good. That probably translates to him having a really good season. He also bulked up. I think he'll lose some of that weight as the season goes on when you're playing and running all the time, but he looks physically stronger and a little bit more imposing. He was the one organizing a lot of the team activities, really trying to be a leader. And he went to David Griffin and company right after and said, Hey, what more can I be doing? And then he went out and did it and took their advice and listened to them. I love it. If you were to look for an unquestioned leader on this team right now, it's Brandon Ingram. And I think that's fine. And I think that's a good thing. Seeing him kind of step up in that way, thumbs up in my book here. You should be thrilled about that as a Pelicans fan. And he said he needs to do better on defense and commit himself more on that. Maybe the strength helps there. A couple other things I think help there too. Great. That's that's a big thing. So we're going to really look at him tomorrow. You had to like Willie Green coming in and you heard basically every single player rave about him. You could clearly hear that Stan Van Gundy graded on these dudes, and they just did not like him, and they feel a different uh, connection with Willie Green. And so as I said the other day on how to kind of fix things with Zion, and if you want to look for reasons for optimism, in Willie we trust, and that really came across in media day yesterday. Nikhil looks like a guy who's kind of primed to maybe really step up. You heard Willie Green talk about him progressing as a ball handler. Jackson Hayes really made a good impression at media day too. He again is a guy that I'm really high on and really hopeful can kind of take a leap. People sung his praises as well. I don't know. Media day should make you feel pretty good about this team. We'll see whether they can put it all together, but I liked what we heard from a lot of these guys. Again, Really trying to build some team chemistry heading into the season. All of them talked with Zion at different times. I think they kind of understand where he's at and all of that, that he was just injured this offseason and really not doing, you know, being able to kind of work with them and wanted to kind of give him space. I think people also really, really needed to decompress from last year, spend time with their families, spend time away from one another to kind of get that like foul stench of the Stan Van Gundy season. That's probably what that's going to be known as like off of them. And so taking some time away and then kind of regrouping and coming back fresh and ready for a new start with this organization. I'm, I'm okay with all of that. You know, they're finally able to go through practices. There's going to be some semblance of normalcy to this regular season. That's great. Oh, this is a big one. Um, they uh, asked about the vaccination status of the team because we heard Andrew Wiggins is going to miss game checks and not be able to play for the Warriors. We heard Bradley Beal go horribly anti-vax with some really dumb comments yesterday. Now you're seeing D'Angelo Russell talk about how Kyrie Irving, who couldn't even go to media day in person and had to do it through Zoom because he refuses to get the vaccination, how he's the GOAT despite everything that Carl Anthony Towns has gone through, losing like six-plus family members of his um, due to COVID and all of this. Um, this is... An issue, I think, for some teams. It doesn't sound like it's going to be a big issue for New Orleans. You heard David Griffin say, you know, one player isn't vaccinated, maybe two. It might just kind of depend on the day and if they're getting the shot or the second shot. And he doesn't anticipate it being a problem in the regular season. Good. Good. Get the damn shot. The entire coaching staff and front office and all of them are all fully vaccinated. Players should probably be required to be vaccinated as well. I think they'll get there and be 100% and this won't really be an issue over the course of the regular season for New Orleans, which is a very, very good thing. All right. So tomorrow, Brandon Ingram, let's do it. Subscribe to Locked On Pelicans wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe on YouTube as well. Leave a five-star review with a comment. That really does help. Tell a friend about the show too. The only free daily five days a week show breaking down everything you want to know about this team. It's never a dull moment being a Pelicans fan. So we're going to have a whole lot more, including more talk on Brandon Ingram being a breakout candidate 
after already winning most improved and being an all-star. I'm excited for him this season. You should be too. We'll talk about it tomorrow. So thank you all for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, and I'll be back with you all tomorrow.